hello, hello. You're tuned in to Grandson of a Pastor with your host, Yurik. And yes, I am truly a grandson of a pastor. I'd like to thank all my listeners of Grandson of a Pastor. Those who listened to episode one and episode two, again, thank you for listening to the podcast. In episode three, we're going to talk about a few different topics uh, that's going to get us ready for the next couple of episodes that we're going to tape. And great thing about episode three, we're going to talk about topics that's going to affect us uh, in today's world and, and moving forward. And again, I like to thank all of the listeners around the world. As I began to do this podcast, and and you can see the analytics of the listeners, and we now approaching over two hundred unique listeners around the world. Again, I like to thank you for tuning in, downloading the podcast. We are now in over five different countries. We are in the United States, Korea, Germany. Ireland and Italy. And again, I like to say thank you for tuning in to Grandson of a Pastor. In episode one, we talked about uh, in Isaiah 26 and 20, where it's read, Go, my people, enter your rooms and shut the doors behind you. Hide yourselves for a little while until his wrath has passed by and we were talking about the wrath being uh the coronavirus pandemic and we dived a little bit into uh the the just the whole unknown aspects of the coronavirus and in episode two we talked about life in the new normal because we are beginning to transition back uh to work we begin to learn a little bit more about the pandemic. And the background for that was 1 John 4 and 1, where it says, Dear friends, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God, because many false prophets have gone out into the world. And as I break down all these different things that we're going to talk about on Grandson of a Pastor, Episode 3, I want us to always focus on the foundation of the podcast, Imperfect Souls on an Imperfect Walk, influenced by our parents, grandparents, politicians, politics, and more importantly, our religious beliefs. And that's the foundation of Grandson of a Pastor, Imperfect Souls on an imperfect walk. I would like to thank Zachary Irving for mailing in a suggestion on the podcast because this is an open podcast where we're going to discuss many topics. And in his uh, letter that he wrote, he talked about the generational gap that we have in the churches. And I began to think about the generational gaps in the churches and I start to look through my Bible, thinking about different different Bible verses that really focused on the generational gap. And the passage that I want to read to you is Joel 2 and 28, where it says, And afterwards, I will pour out my spirits on all people. Your sons and your daughters will prophesy. Your older men will dream dreams. 
and your younger men will see visions. And as we talk about the generational gaps, and I'm going to have a brother come on, talk about, he's a young minister who's going to talk about the generational gap uh, in our churches. And the first thing we think about when we talk about the generational gap, first thing people, I am from Generation X and I'm, I'm in my early 40s. Uh, you got the generational X age is between your late 30s to your mid to upper 40s. And you got your millennials. Then you got your baby boomers. Who's your traditional church goers? Um, and I begin to think about what is the generational gap? Because there are churches around uh, the world that has a breakdown of all different age groups. But majority of churches now, because of what we say technology uh, has beginning to see a big gap in that age group from your 20s to your 40s. And, and yes, that we do still have churchgoers like myself that actually go on a daily basis. But that gap is beginning to widen. And I'd like to again thank Zachary Irving for uh, writing in to the podcast for this suggestion. And you can always write in on the podcast at P.O. Box 34153. Louisville, Kentucky, area code, I mean, zip code 40232. Or you can email me at edware2020 at gmail.com. As, as we talk about the generational gap in our churches, the first thing we always focus on, people my age, is technology. And as we talk about technology in this coronavirus, we have been able to use some of the best technology out there to continue to connect pastors and their churches to their congregations through live streaming. And that has been a great tool because a lot of churches have been mandated to shut down. And because of that, uh, churches are still able to go out and spread the gospel uh, through live streaming and but as I think about the generational gap it's going to be an uphill battle uh, I think for, at the beginning uh, when churches begin to open their doors and, and they begin to do social distancing in churches uh, how we go how churches are going to try to move to get people to come back to churches and more importantly how to close that generational gap and now because of live streaming uh, that gap uh, may continue to widen. And I was talking to a pastor a few years ago, and he was telling me about, I was talking to him about the generational gap, and he said that the generational gap has, has, has really started when the microwave was invented. And I think about what he was talking about when he said the microwave. He told me, he said, people now won't, everything instant technology has always been around he said uh from the radio when it first was introduced from the color tv the black and white tv the floor model tv laptops and, and as technology has grown people and especially younger folk have begun to use the technology as an excuse not to actually get up and go to church on sunday mornings and I, as i talk to people my age it is a factor technology, but also in today's environment, people are working more on Sundays, but churches also are adapting to that because now 
when I was growing up, it was only maybe one service. You had the you had your nine thirty Sunday school, then you had worship service at eleven. And now you have churches who are now opening, uh, having worship at eight o'clock again at nine thirty, some at ten, some at eleven, and even you even have some churches that are doing one o'clock services on Sunday as well. Then they have an evening service, and they also have churches that's going on on uh, Saturday evening. So they're trying to make it where it's convenient for all people of all walks of life, all different backgrounds, all different work schedules, making it convenient for their members to attend churches. So we can't say that technology is an excuse. But this pastor also said with the, with the invention of the microwave, everybody wants things so instant. So as he broke down this microwave effect on the church, he was talking about now because of live streaming that if you don't like or don't if that message doesn't move you you can just cut that message off and live stream another church and you can do that multiple times until you find that message or that that live stream that 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 messenger that actually moves you and and because of that people now are are so caught up in the instantaneous movement of churches that they don't begin to develop that relationship with churches out there so i like to again thank zachary for that uh suggestion on talking about the generational gap and i also have a young pastor that's going to come in and dive deeper into the generational gap in episodes to come and we're going to break down these four different episodes to come and we're going to do generational gaps and then we're going to talk about being a son or daughter of a pastor being a son and daughter of a pastor and we're going to come out of proverbs 22 and 6 where it says start children off on the way they should go and when they are old they will not turn from it as you know i was raised because i am a grandson of a pastor i was raised by a mother who was a daughter of a pastor I have aunties that were daughters of a pastor, and my wife is a daughter of a pastor. So being a son or daughter of a pastor hits right home for me in all aspects from my mother to my wife. And in this, I'm going to have another uh, gentleman come on talking about his walk with uh, God being the son of a pastor. And he's going to talk about the pressures the expectations and the downside of being a son or daughter of a pastor and now and we always got to realize that at the end of the day we all are human and being the son or daughter of a pastor uh why you do have the pressure of that but we got to also realize that our pastors are human our ministers, all those who, who lead us in worship are simply humans. And like I said, in Proverbs 22 and 6, it says, Start your children off on the way they should go. And when they are old, they will not turn from it. And again, like I say, my wife is a daughter of a pastor. My mother, of course, was a daughter of a pastor. And I understand some of the pressures of being that. And when I bring this young gentleman on, he's going to talk about those pressures. And 
Again, uh, it was a suggestion via email. We're going to keep the name anonymous, but they wanted to talk about those different pressures because we got a lot of people that are actually sons and daughters of pastors out there. And, and, and we want to get a, a, a view in a deep view of what it is to be a son or daughter of a pastor in episodes to come. And then in a few episode two, a couple of down down the road, we're going to be talking about being a woman, a believer, and a minority in the corporate or work arena. And we're going to have a lady come on who's strong uh, in the ministry, a strong believer, uh, and, and how she has to adapt day by day on a, on a daily basis of being a woman, a believer, and a minority in the corporate world. And she's going to talk about the different upsides and downsides of being a believer and woman and a minority in the workplace and all the hurdles and the silent prayers uh, that she has to endure on a daily basis, being that she is a woman in a predominantly male dominant arena. And she's going to come out of Philippians 3 and 14, where it says, Press towards the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Jesus Christ. And, 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 and being that she's a woman that is a minority who's in the arena that's primarily dominated. Uh, by male, she's going to just dive deep in, in her feelings on, on how she uh, overcomes on a daily basis uh, the trials, the, the rewards, and also being a mother as well uh, of being a, a minority in this corporate arena. And like I say, we're going to come out of Philippians 3 and 14 where it says, Press towards the mark for the high price of the calling in Jesus Christ. And, and, and we're going to go into that in, in some of our episodes to come as we continue to get more guests to come on the podcast. I like to, again, to get all your suggestions into me uh, talking about different subjects and topics that you want to talk to talk about here on the grandson of a pastor podcast. And again, you can uh, email us at edware2020 at gmail.com. And then we're going to talk about how the church has, is going to have to adapt uh, to the corona uh, virus. How we are, how we going to try to get people to come back, and we're going to have a pastor to come on and talk about the different and how churches are going to have to change and adapt uh, to this pandemic. Uh, because we just simply, again, simply don't know all the ins and outs of this pandemic. And we're going to talk to him about how and what he, he planned on doing to get members and people back into the pews of the church uh, to, in, in order to get us back to a new normal and a new normal in our churches. And I know we talked about uh, how churches have this generational gap but he's going to also try to bridge that generational gap as well as adapting to uh, getting his members back uh doing this pandemic time as we let's like i say we simply don't know uh, because we get a lot of mixed messages from our politicians uh he's going to also talk about uh the politicians and how 
God has is going to we're going to have to be prayerful on their leadership because in episode two, we talked about first in first John four and one where it says, dear friends, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God, because many false prophets have gone out into the world. And this pastor is going to talk about uh, how we like how we're going to adapt. Uh, churches are going to have to adapt to this pandemic. I know with the social distance as we continue to transition back into the new normal. So he's going to talk about uh, how churches are going to have to adapt. And I know, we, like I said, we talked about live streaming, but we also got to get back in the churches so we can develop that uh, relationship with God as, as well as develop the relationship with the people and, and believers of God because we are truly imperfect souls on a imperfect walk which is the foundation of the grandson of a pastor podcast and then we're going to talk about uh i talked to this gentleman and i i work with and we were talking about he listened to episode two and and we were talking and he was talking about cancer and and and, and he has a powerful testimony how cancer is at his front door and he's going to give a testimony on how he has adapted uh, to cancer, uh, being that uh, cancer has attacked his front door on several occasions. And he's going to break down how he has kept the faith through all of the trials and, and that cancer can bring uh, to you and the family and how you wake up each and every morning thanking God, knowing that he has you despite what he takes you through because if you get through you're going to make it through and he's going to he got a powerful testimony i can't wait to have him on he's going to talk about cancer at your front door and as we continue to grow grandson of a pastor as as we expand uh this podcast and we continue to get your suggestions on different topics that we're going to talk about on grandson of a pastor i want you all to be prayerful for me as as I as I continue to go get back to work and get back to the new normal, continue to pray uh, for our country, our leaders out there as as they direct us uh, back during this pandemic, and continue to also pray for the churches and the leadership of churches as they develop new new protocols in order to get us back into the churches. And as, as we talk about all these different things that we're going to talk about on grandson of a pastor in in the weeks to come. Bridging the generational gap in our churches, and, and we're going to come out of Joel 2 and 28, uh, and how technology has always been around, uh, and how we're going to have to deal with the technology. But we also got to also deal with being focused in on actually making it our business to attend churches on Sunday morning with all the different distractions from technology, live streaming to our work schedules, to just simply uh, not wanting to have to get up and go when you guys you just can tune in on these smart TVs and actually see your live streaming from any church around the world. We're going to also talk about being a son or daughter of a pastor, and it hits right home with me because my wife and my mother are daughters of a pastor, and we're going to come out of Proverbs 22 and 6. Where it says, start your children off on the way they should go. And when they are old, they will not turn 
from it. And then we're going to talk about being a woman believer and a minority in the corporate arena uh, and how he or she, I mean, how she has to adapt uh, being that she's a believer, a minority, and a woman in a, in a, in a male dominant arena and and you know being uh that you are uh, a believer and how now people are turning away because as you know churches i mean as you know schools are having less prayer in schools and how he she, she has to adapt to being a believer a woman and a minority in the corporate world and then we're going to have talk to a pastor who's going to talk about the coronavirus and how churches are going to have to adapt to the new normal uh when churches begin to open up and how they can how they can feed their congregation and get them to come back physically into these churches because it's going to be a slow uh migration back into the churches and and, and pastors and churches are, are going to have to adapt to the different uh, protocols, but we're going to also have to adapt to getting uh, back into actually going to church on a regular basis. And then we're going to have a, a brother that's going to come on and talk about cancer at your front door. And he has a powerful, powerful testimony. I don't want to steal any of his thunder. As I said, I talked to this brother. He was real, real, real adamant on just keeping the faith despite all the hurdles and, and the cancer can bring and how he has continued to keep the faith again you're listening to grandson of a pastor with your host Yurik, and the foundation again of grandson of a pastor is imperfect souls on an imperfect walk and i'd like to thank again all my listeners around the world uh for tuning in to grandson of a pastor and we're going to bring all these different topics to you on a regular basis we're going to have an episode that's going to drop every tuesday around noon and i like to thank all the different platforms and the guys over at wayne consulting for putting the podcast together and continue to pray for me as we continue to get these topics out on a out in a regular uh, scheduled time so you can listen to you and again thank you for listening to grandson of a pastor with your host Yurik and again I am truly a grandson of a pastor God.